We want to welcome you to the United Student Worship Podcast. Because of the coronavirus, we have moved worship online. We want to invite you to join us each Sunday night as we stream United online at 7 p.m. at beachchurchjacks.com. Although we can't be in the same room together, we still have the same God and are in His presence wherever we go. We hope that the following message will point you to Jesus. We love you and are praying for you. Hey guys, my name is Ryan. I'm the student pastor here at Beach, and we want to welcome you to United Online. And um, whether you're watching by yourself or with your family, uh, we're just so excited that you took the time to be with us tonight. And we want you to interact with us some. So uh, get on the chat over to my side, and uh, and and I would I want to ask you a question, and I want you to all answer it in the chat right now. The question is, where are you watching this? streaming service from right now. So where are you sitting in your house? Some of you might be in the kitchen, your bedroom, sitting on your bed. Uh, Some of you might be on the toilet. We won't judge you. We just are glad that you guys are here. We are in week three of a series called Real Talk, which is a series on prayer. And and we know that when, when desperate times come, People tend to pray more, whether they believe in God or whether they usually pray or not. And um, right now, during this this pandemic, there are a lot of people praying. And we thought that it would be important for us to talk about what prayer is and and how we should pray and what prayer can do so that we have a good understanding of it. And so throughout the series, we've been talking about this definition of prayer, a very simple definition. Here's what it is. Prayer is a conversation with God. Prayer is a conversation with God with God. It's as simple as that. A lot of times we're like, oh, you got to be religious. You got to know the right words. You got to know what to do and, and, and memorize prayers. No, no, no. It's just a conversation with God, a conversation with God. And so anyone can have this conversation. You don't have to have some prior knowledge. You don't have to be an expert. You're just simply talking to God. And we know that um, a good conversation with another human being uh, involves a few different things. And we've been talking about it throughout the series. But tonight we want to focus on this idea that a good conversation involves talking and listening. Everybody say and. Wherever you are right now, say and. Okay, now I want you to say this. Talking and listening. Talking and listening. A good conversation involves talking and listening. And so a good conversation with God should also involve talking and listening. Why is it? Why is it that we so often have a one-way conversation with God? I want you to think about this. We have the opportunity to talk to the creator of the world, an infinite being, one who is all-powerful, one who can do anything, one who understands all subjects, understands how our body works, understands love, understands sex, understands interactions with people, understands mental health and what we're thinking. In fact, he knows what everyone's thinking. He has full understanding of all cultures, all art, math, science. He knows your experiences. He knows what's going to come in the future. He knows how everybody meshes together. So we get our chance to talk to this all-powerful, all-knowing being, and so often we have a one-way conversation where we do all the talking And we don't let God talk. More importantly, we don't listen. That doesn't work in regular life, does it? Like, imagine a one-way text conversation. We we all know how that is. Like, 
You send a text, hey, no answer. Another text. Maybe like, I'm not gonna be desperate, I'm gonna wait 30 minutes. You send another text. Then you send a long text. And pretty soon you get to the point where like, you scroll up and all you can see are your texts. We have words for that. You might call it being left on read. You might call it getting ghosted. Either way, it's not a good thing when you are having a one-way conversation on a text or when you're on a phone call. If the other person's just talking the whole time and you never get a chance to talk, that's not really a conversation. Sometimes you might have a conversation with that person and you're like, okay, like, am I ever going to be able to talk? And, and we don't like those types of conversations. When you sit down uh, to have lunch or, or coffee with someone, remember when we used to do that? We, we used to do something like that. But anyway, we, we can't do it anymore. But we used to just go to restaurants and sit with people. And imagine having a conversation, a one-hour lunch with someone. And the entire time they talk and you never get to talk. And every time you start to talk, they interrupt you or they give you some other story. Or maybe you get a few words in and then they say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they tell you something else. We don't like that, do we? We don't like one-way conversations where one person dominates and the other person doesn't get to talk at all. So again, why do we go to the God of the universe and talk to him that way? Why do we have these one-way conversations with God? Shouldn't we want to hear what he has to say? I mean, put it in, in, in this term, like, like imagine you went to lunch with uh, your favorite famous person or, or celebrity. Maybe your favorite athlete. You're going to lunch with LeBron James. Maybe you're going to, uh, to lunch with a, a great musician or an actor, actress, um, maybe a doctor. Uh, maybe you're going to lunch with the Pope and you get this one opportunity to talk to them. And then you get there and all you do is talk about you. And you don't let them talk at all. Imagine going back to your friends. They're like, what did the Pope say? What was he like? Ah, I'm not really sure. What do you, what do you mean? Ah, he didn't talk much. He didn't talk? Was he rude? Was he? Well, no, I, I just kind of talked the whole time. I told him about a fight I had with my boyfriend. And I told him about... Um, you know, how school was going. And I, I told him about uh, that I was getting mad at my parents. And, and basically, I just talked the whole time. I, I don't know. He, di he didn't really say anything. I didn't let him talk. People would be like, what are you thinking? You're an idiot. You had a chance to meet with the Pope or some famous person that had all this information, all this knowledge, all these stories, and you just talked the whole time? See, we would think it was crazy in that situation. But with God, so often we don't think anything of it. We're used to these one-way conversations. Or think about this. You go to a, a, a doctor's appointment and you're feeling sick and you're telling him your symptoms. And then he starts to tell you about antibiotics, treatments, um, surgeries, all the options you have. And you just cut him off. And then you're telling him about work and you're telling him about family and you're telling him about all these different things. And he's like, you paid to come here. Don't you want to get better? Like we would think it was ridiculous, right? If, we, if he has this way to heal us and help us and we just don't listen, we don't even let him talk. And we just talk the whole time. We wouldn't get anywhere. And all of us would think that's ridiculous. When you go to a doctor, you listen to the doctor. And yet we get into prayer and we don't listen for God. And here's the power of listening. And by the way, I'm a terrible listener. You can ask my wife. I'm a really bad listener. I'm much better at talking. That's probably why I'm a preacher. Um, I don't do well. I don't have a good attention span. I'm just not very good at listening. And so like this is, I'm preaching to myself here in conversations and in, in prayer life. But like, here's the power of listening. Here's what we need to understand. Here's what I need to understand. When we listen, when we listen, we learn and grow. No matter who you have a conversation with, if you listen, you will learn and grow. Now you may say, well, I'm smarter than that person. It doesn't matter. They have different experiences than you. They have different uh, beliefs than you. 
They have a different upbringing than you, so they can give you some type of information to help you learn and grow. And obviously, if it's some expert in a certain field, they can give you information to help you learn and grow. Did you know, students, you could actually learn and grow from your parents? Ah, imagine that. Your parents aren't morons. They're actually more experienced than you, probably in some way smarter than you, and have experienced what you've experienced before. And they might be trying to help you because, reality check, they probably love you. And so when we listen, we learn and we grow. Some of you parents are watching for the first time and you're like, man, this, is, this guy's great. Well, thanks. Um, but I'm a parent now, so I, I, I somewhat understand now that I have a two and a half year old. Anyway, so when we listen, we learn and grow. Anytime you listen to someone else, you will learn from them and you will grow in your understanding, in your perspective. And if this happens with people, do we not think it would happen with God, who knows far more than any person? And so we know listening is important. We know a good conversation involves listening. So why is listening so hard? Think about that. Maybe if you're in the chat right now, you could, you could give your idea. Why do you think listening is so hard, is so difficult? Here's one of the reasons, not the only reason, but here's one of the reasons why listening is so difficult, even if we know we'll learn and grow and get better from it. Listening is hard because when we listen, we no longer control the conversation. Let me say that again. Listening is hard because when we listen, we no longer control the conversation. A lot of times we go to God and we have an agenda, right? We have a list, a, a, a group of things we want to talk to with him or talk to him about. And so we go to him with this agenda. And we also have a time schedule. Maybe we're like, well, I got 15 minutes for prayer. Hey, God, I got 15 minutes and I got five things to go over. And so we go to him. And in order to kind of control the situation, in order to be able to stay on our timeline, our schedule, in order to cover the things we want to make sure we get to God, we we talk the whole time and we don't listen. And listening in prayer is scary. Here's why. Because when you listen, there's no time frame for that. Like, you know, like I know I can go to God. A lot of times I go to God with a checklist and it's like, I can get through these five agenda items in five minutes or in 10 minutes. That's how long I'm going to pray. But when you listen, it could last hours, right? Also, when you listen, you don't necessarily get to talk about what you want to talk about. So you might go to God with like, I need to talk to you about my relationship over here. And he's like, well, I need to talk to you about the pride in your heart. <laughs> God, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about my relationship. But when we listen, we've got we've to allow God to control the conversation. And so when we go into these prayer times with God, listening is difficult because we want to have some type of control. We want to we want to be able to get in and get out in a certain amount of time and talk about what we want to talk about. But listening to God, especially God, compared to a person where you can sit across from them, but a God you cannot see and you, can't, you, you may not necessarily hear audibly, although you might, but you probably won't in most situations. When you're going into that situation, like it's difficult to give up that control, to say, hey, I'm going to take as long as you want. We're going to talk about what you want to talk about. I'm going to focus hard enough. That's the other part, hard part of listening is that we have to focus. It's easy to talk because we can, we can just talk and, and we're, we're staying on focus because we're the ones talking. But when we're listening, we have to calm our mind and listen to the other person. And so listening to God is tough. It requires a lot of focus because we don't always hear the voice. 
There was this time, this, this prophet Elijah in the, in the book of First Kings, this, this famous prophet, and he's, he's on the run, he's having a, a tough time, and God comes to him. And God says, go out and stand before me. The presence of myself, the presence of God is gonna pass before you. And it says that there was this powerful wind that broke apart the mountains, but God wasn't in the wind. And then there was this earthquake, but God wasn't in the earthquake. And then there was a fire, but God wasn't in the fire. And then First Kings says, there was a still, small, gentle whisper. And that was God. And Elijah had to listen to that still, small voice. He had to focus he had to stop talking. He had to stop being on his agenda, his time schedule, and just listen. So here's my advice. Here's my advice on listening in prayer. And this isn't going to sound very biblical. It's not going to sound very holy, but it is so true. It is so true. And we can even see it throughout the Bible when people talk with God. I'll show you that in a second. But here is the key. Again, it's not going to sound super holy, but here it is. Sometimes when we are praying, we just need to shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Just stop talking. Just shut up. Shut up and let God speak and allow yourself to focus. Shut up was actually like a bad word in my house when, when I was growing up. I don't know about you. I, I grew up in a, in, a, in a preacher's house, so... Um, there were a lot of words we weren't allowed to say, like we weren't allowed to say uh, fart. So we had these like made up words that nobody knew. And they were like, well, what, are you, what are you talking about? And then like we weren't allowed to say sucks. Although now uh, I've heard my dad say it in sermons. I've heard myself say it in sermons. Other preachers say it. And like apparently now it's allowed. But when I was 12, I got like grounded for it. Like it was a cuss word or something. And, and, uh, and uh, shut up was another one. It was like, you're supposed to say shush. That's nicer. Not really. But, or hush up. But you're not allowed to say shut up. So the fact that I have it as a key for praying in a sermon is, is kind of crazy, but we just need to shut up sometimes. Just be quiet and listen and listen. James, the, the half-brother of Jesus, he had a, the same mom and a different dad, obviously. Um, James was a, became a follower of Jesus after he died and he, he rose again and he, he came to find faith and say that his brother was his Lord. And here's what he says about listening. In James chapter 1, verse 19. He says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Listen to this. This is important. Listen. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak. I'm going to say it in the way that he writes it. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Our natural inclination is to be fast to speak, slow to listen. And if James tells us this principle works with humans, does it not make sense that the principle also applies to God, to a conversation with God? When we get into a conversation with God, we should be quick to listen, slow to speak. I want you to say that wherever you are, even if you feel stupid, you're sitting by, by, your, by, by your, your family members. I just want you to all say it together. Quick to listen, slow to speak. James says, we must be quick to listen. We must make that the first priority. And when we get in a conversation with God, we should listen first and talk second. After all, he's the one in charge. After all, he's the one with all the knowledge. After all, we are going to him for advice, to him for the, his power and for his um, authority to change things. And so shouldn't we listen to him? The power of the prayer is who, in who we are talking to. We are talking to an all-powerful God. We, we see people that listened more than talking with God throughout the Bible. One person in particular was King David. The Bible says King David was a man after God's own heart. 
And part of the reason was that King David constantly went to God and inquired or asked what he should do. What, what should I do, God, in this area of my leadership? What should I do with my army? What should I do because I've messed up in this area? How do you want me to react to this person? What do I do? He went to God constantly inquiring of him, asking of him. And God says, you know, that man was a, a man after my own heart. But the previous king, the first king of Israel, Saul. Saul had all the talent in the world. Saul was selected by God, but Saul didn't listen. Here's what happened to Saul over and over and over again, or what happened with Saul. He would go to God. He believed in God, but then he would do what he wanted to do. And there was this one time where he was supposed to wait for a prophet, wait for God, but he didn't listen. He didn't want to listen and wait. He wanted to do his own agenda, his own time schedule. And so he just did what he wanted to do. And it messed his kingship up and his nation up. Later, there was a time where God said, I want you to listen to this command. And he said, I'm going to do it my own way. See, he, was, he wasn't very good at listening. He was much better at talking. And he failed miserably. King David, however, was a success because he listened. We can see an option or, or, or another uh, version of this in the New Testament with a guy named Paul who used to be Saul. He was the greatest um, church planner in the early church. He was the greatest missionary in the early church. And here's what it says about him in chapter 16 of Acts. It says, Paul and his companions traveled through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. So they were intending on going to Asia, but they were stopped. What do, what do you mean they were stopped? Well, let's read on. It says, when they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. I don't know what this looked like, but in some way Jesus told them no, and they listened. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. So a couple of times they had an agenda. They had a time schedule, and they went to go do it. But then God said, no. They had the ability to listen. They were focused enough to listen before they talked and to listen when they heard something. And so a few times they try to go one place and God says, no, I'm not going to let you go there. And then after Paul listens a couple of times, then that night he has a vision or a dream of a man in Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. And after Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. What did they do? They listened. They didn't go to God and say, I'm going to Asia. I'm just going to do what I want to do. They listened. They obeyed his, his leadings. And then they got the call, the clear call of where they should go next. Sometimes we just got to shut up. Sometimes we just got to shut so, so how can you listen better? What are some ways that we can just kind of shut up besides just not talking? I think there's a very clear picture of this in Psalm 46, verse 10. Psalm 46, verse 10. It's a, it's a famous verse. Probably many of you have heard it. It says this, be still and know that I am God. Be still, be still, be still and know that I am God. If you wanted to use our, our language from, from this sermon, shut up and know that I am God. 
This word, be still, in the original language, has this idea of relaxing. So you know when we come up and we're, and we're like all pent up and like we're like, and we're using our hands and we're talking a bunch and we, got, we have an agenda, we have a time schedule, all this kind of stuff. God's saying, hey, just relax. Just lean back. Take a deep breath. Relax and know that I am God. Another, another definition for this word, be still, is to refrain, which means to kind of let go. Let go of your agenda. Let go of what you wanted to talk about. Let go. Shut up. And then the last part of be still, of this, this idea in the original language, is to be quiet. So literally, to, to not talk. To not think. To, to, to slow your mind down. This is the key. You want to listen to God better? We need to be still. And God has given us an opportunity. There are tons of bad things that are happening right now. People dying, people getting sick, healthcare is over, overworked right now. Um, you know, jobs are being lost. Many of you and your parents are struggling and you don't know where, how you're gonna pay your bills. And all of those concerns are huge, huge. And we need to go to God with them. And we're scared and we're worried and things have been canceled and you've lost out on proms and you've lost out on, uh, on graduations and you've lost out on school and, and, and seniors. I am sorry for what you're going through. These are tough, difficult times for all of us in different ways. But we cannot deny that one thing that we're being allowed to do, one silver lining is that all of a sudden there's not as many, many distractions. That we have a better chance to be still right now. To be still, to be quiet, to slow down. And so if we want to be still, if you want to actually take this into practical knowledge, if you want to like go tonight and listen to God, here's some things you should do. Leave your agenda behind. So don't go in with a list. Go in with nothing. Remove distractions. So I'm really bad about like, I always have AirPods in and I'm listening to a podcast all the time. Take out the AirPods. Stop listening to to, to, to a podcast or, or whatever. Stop, turn off the TV, put your computer away, put your phone away, remove the distractions. Because so often God's trying to talk, but he can't talk over all the distractions that we have consuming us. Be still. This is a physical be still. Just sit, be still. This is also a mental. Because some of you pray out loud, and so we need to maybe not do that, but a lot of times our mind just keeps running. So just quiet your mind. Quiet your mind. Don't talk. Don't think. Just sit with your mind focused on God. Focused on God. A great way that you can start off one of these, these times of listening is to just say these words and then be quiet. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And then just be quiet. Maybe you keep a, a, a pen and a, a piece of paper just to write down whatever he brings to your mind whatever he puts on your mind, maybe a person, maybe a situation, maybe something you did, maybe something you need forgiveness for, maybe an answer to a question you've been asking for a long time. Maybe he'll, he'll bring a Bible verse to mind or a, a song lyric to mind, and you maybe jot those things down so that you can keep up with what he's saying to you. But just be still and trust that he is God, that he is in control, that he can give you the answers. I think many of us have been praying for things and we're not getting the answer and we think God's not answering us. He's trying. We're just not listening. Maybe he's got a, an answer for your disappointment. Maybe he's got an answer for your, your worry and your anxiety about the future. But we've got to listen. We've got to listen. How do you know you're hearing from God? This is a question we always get asked, so I just want to cover this quickly. Two simple questions you can ask yourself. Does what you are hearing agree with the Bible? 
And does what you are hearing lead you to love others better? Which God's law is love. Jesus' law is love. He says the whole law can be summed up in love God and love people. Or love people as Jesus loved us. So is what you are hearing agreeing with the Bible? And will it help you love others better? If so, it's God. If not, it's not. That's, that's your pretty simple filtering. So here's, here's how I want to close. I just want to close with us, and we're, we're going to post later in the week a, a guided listening prayer on, onto Instagram, but um, something I just want you to do right now, where you are, is take one minute, one minute, one minute, and listen. And we're going to start with those words that I just spoke a moment ago from the prophet Samuel when he was just a boy and he heard from God for the first time. When he realized it was God, he said, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So what I want you to do is say to yourself or say out loud right now, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And then be quiet. Let's spend a minute in silence together. Now let's close together with a song of worship. Love you guys.